Welcome to Beyond the 52, the podcast ministry of North Cincinnati Community Church. I'm Eric, and you're here listening to another ministry partner conversation, this time with missionary Daniel Mitchell of Surge Japan. So Daniel, welcome to Beyond the 52. Thank you. Thanks so much, Eric. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, Daniel, as we begin, I'd love for you just to answer the basic question, who is Daniel Mitchell? (laughs) Daniel Mitchell. Uh, So I currently live in Chicago area. my dad is from that area in Joliet, southwest Chicago, and uh, grew up as a missionary kid in Chile, um, and my grandparents were missionaries, and so I moved around quite a bit, came back to the U.S. for college, uh, and then went to this, uh, seminary in St. Louis, Yeah. Uh, same time you and Matt were there, and then went to London for a couple years, so those are the main places that I've lived. L.A. was where I went to college. Um, and I guess I studied worship and music at Covenant, so I, I love music. I love helping the church sing. Um, in London, did a little bit of everything with kids ministry and uh, youth and evangelism, music. Kind of one of those uh, jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none kind of thing. That's, that's my thing. Um, and that was with Surge as well, right? That was with Surge. Yeah, so we have a team that goes... And does leap every so often, so you you're able to meet some of the people from our church. Yes, sir. With uh, Surge London. Yeah, two so years like, in a row. So two years was, in a row. Yeah, great, great and that was a two-year internship. Two-year, yeah. Yeah. So sure. how did you get from Surge London to Surge Japan? Right. So, at the end of my apprenticeship, uh, I was asking Surge about the rest of the world where they work. I knew some work that they were doing in London and had been in conversation with the team in East London, uh, but I wanted to hear what else there was and just to have options open and ask them what would be a good fit for me if there are any teams that they thought would be a good fit. And uh, they told me about a team in North Africa that was looking for an assistant pastor and then this team in Japan. um, And I don't feel called to be a pastor and so I was more interested in the Japan team. And I really liked the the model, facilitative church planning. Um, I felt feel like God has called me to be in a supportive role, at least in this time in my life, and uh, to come sort of underneath pastors and, and help them to, to do the work of the ministry, is what I think the Lord wants me to do. And uh, so I was really interested in hearing about that and uh, did a little trip a couple years ago for 10 days, a whirlwind trip. And yeah, then, then I spent a couple months deciding between two teams, so praying and asking the council if I should go back to London, mm-hmm. uh, working with South Asian community in East London, or going to a, a completely new new place, and I just felt uh, there were a couple things that put me over the edge that uh, drew me to a team in, in Japan, so I'm really excited to head over there. Yeah, and it was Japan. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you use the phrase facilitative church planting. Yeah. What is that? Tell me what that is. Right. So that means, so Surge does a lot of different things around the world. Uh, they, they plant churches directly. They do healthcare ministries. Um, they also do uh, sonship curriculum, you know, things to help leaders in the U.S. as well as around the world. Um, but facilitative church planting is essentially... Coming alongside is, is the language my team leader uses. Um, other 
leaders in the church in a specific nation. So in Japan, it would be helping Japanese, young Japanese pastors become church planners and, um, and to flourish in the churches that they've already started. So in, um, in our team, Jeremy has had apprentices and interns within their church. So he was a lead pastor of All Nations Fellowship okay. in Nagoya. And uh, they offer this, this program where you commit to a certain amount of months, uh, depending on an internship or apprenticeship. Um, and they have men and women, um, mostly men, but they've had women as well as interns. Um, and then, but the idea is to, to give them space to uh, actually get their hands, um, get working in the, in the church, um, but not have to have a full-time job as well. And to be in the workforce in Japan is, is more than full-time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really, it's, it takes all your time. And so it provides just an opportunity to, to have that, that work without all the pressure of the workspace, as well as someone wise like uh, Jeremy to be able to... Um, help navigate that and even be sort of um, help the congregation to know how to to help them out Um, and then once they decide to plant a church or um, go to a church that's already established then there's the, the opportunity for an ongoing mentorship relationship and so what I'm hoping to do is is to kind of be the younger guy that that comes underneath and alongside gotcha. these pastors, and he he's kind of the wiser guy that they can ask for counsel. And gotcha. So great. Yeah. Well, let's stay on Japan for a little bit. So, yeah. just tell us about uh, tell. So you were so just so our audience knows, you are currently raising support, right. and you're at what ninety three percent. So that's great. Mm-hmm. And you're planning on being there in uh, November. Yeah. So you're not there yet, but you're very you're you're very right. much there. Uh, you're connected. You're talking with yeah. uh, your team. So yeah, just tell us about uh, first. Remind us, remind me what the city's called. That you're yep. gonna be in Nagoya. In Nagoya. Yeah. And two, just what is Christianity like in Japan? Sure. Yeah. So Nagoya is size of Chicago. It's a large city, third or fourth largest, depending on the stats. Um, and my understanding is that about 0.3 percent of the population are Christians, um, and so. Most people in Japan would consider themselves Buddhist or Shinto, um, or both. Most, a lot of people would, would practice both uh, religions, uh, going to festivals throughout the year. And uh, so my understanding is that most people don't get down too deep in the philosophy of the religions, but um, it's more of a, a communal you know, Japanese culture, that, something that we do. Uh, throughout the year, it's a rhythm, it's a tradition. Um, but of course, there would be there would be those who are very very committed and go all the way and um, know the philosophy behind, especially Buddhism. Um, and so, I, for me, some of the most important aspects of Buddhism that I think really shape Japanese culture, and this is all, you know, investigation, not for me living there, mm-hmm. but. Uh, is for Buddhism it's very important to lose desire Um, salvation is all about getting rid of desire and uh, just existing instead of having the pressure of 
uh, desires, whether good or bad, uh, in our minds. And um, and so it, it's in in Buddhism, it's it's not about me loving you or me loving God. It's about getting rid of desire. So mm-hmm. it's it's not about love or hate. It's about just getting rid of those things and, mm-hmm. and existing and being stable um, and in harmony with creation. That's that's my understanding. Um, and I think that that can affect uh, community and uh, what it looks like to pursue to pursue God and pursue others. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so uh, for the church to be a light and to um, to spread the, the news of Christ, one of the most powerful things I've heard from more than one people is, uh, more than one person, is uh, the church as a family. When the church acts as a family and mm-hmm. invites people in and uh, shares life together aside from, from work or things like that, you see something unusual and very attractive and uh, of course following Christ there's it's sacrifice all about sacrificing yourself but it when we do it joyfully and humbly it becomes uh, irresistible I think mm-hmm. um, but going back to Japan I, I mean the like the history um, kind of baffles um, a lot of people because there have been missionaries um, Protestant missionaries since they opened up in the mid 1800s, and it's just grown so so slowly, and mm-hmm. so so few people have have committed to Christ for over 150 years. Whereas somewhere like China, where it's not as open to be to be a Christian, has it's flourished and it's spread more. And Korea, of course, has a very large Christian population. So that's one of the the mysteries I've heard from from one pastor. Um, that their time has not yet come. And mm. I really like that phrase, and so long for Japanese people to to know Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in light of that, just uh, Surge Japan consists of two teams. Is that right? So it's it's one this one team one team that, that is forming right now, um, and then there's different units, individuals, and families okay. that have been seconded to other teams from other organizations. Okay. Um, mainly mission to the world, and then in in Nagoya there's a seminary called Christ Bible Seminary, and so there's there's a f- handful of uh, surge missionaries that have been interns there, um, and I think a couple that are going back full time okay. to serve the seminary and the institute they do. Okay. Uh, so yeah, what so Surge Japan has been there for how long? Do you know, I don't know how long the. Yeah. The secondments have happened. Um, my team leader has been there for eight years, and but they were they joined Surge two years ago. Okay, so it's, it's so yeah, yeah. So what? So in these last two years to eight years, it sounds mm-hmm. like it's been um, every step is an arrival uh, to, to coin a phrase. It, but uh, yeah, what is God? How has God been using Surge in mm-hmm. Japan? Um, what are some stories? What mm-hmm. is yeah? What is how was God using this ministry? And, yeah. and what are you excited, most excited about uh, when you step foot in yeah. Japan soil? Yeah, so... Japanese soil, sorry. Japanese soil. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my, my team is it's Jeremy and Gina, and then there's a, a guy named Josh Curl, 
who is an MTW missionary, Mission to the World missionary, and he's going to be part of our team for two years. And then there's me, so right now that's the, the team. Um, Josh has also been there for, I think, six years, and his ministry is, is doing karaoke. So he uh, spends most of his time doing karaoke, inviting folks uh, to do karaoke, and then inviting them to church. And uh, when I heard about that, you know, I was like, wow, that sounds like a strange way to live your life, to do that so much karaoke. Uh, but Jeremy, my team leader, had s- said that, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's really unique. Um, his, his schedule is really odd. You know, he sleeps at weird times. And, but he, Jeremy says, basically everyone that I've baptized at some point did karaoke with Josh. And so I, th- I think Josh will bring something to the team, you know, through helping folks do outreach in, in a country where people are very concerned about not stepping on others' toes and, and doing things in an odd way. And so he can come in and do something a little bit odd and break the ice yeah. and, and help people to come into a setting that is so foreign, like a church service. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's something from, from Josh. Jeremy and Gina, uh, both of them kind of do some mentoring. And uh, a recent story that, that Jeremy told me about was uh, there's a man who went to the seminary in Nagoya and then felt like God was calling him and his family to northern Japan, to Aomori. Um, and it's, it's a smaller town. Um, and I, my understanding is that there's one church there, a uh, small church, and he had reached out to them to see uh, what they're up to and uh, what it would look like for him to come to that city to possibly plant a church or partner with them. And uh, so, you know, it was kind of this big move for them back to a, to a part of Japan where there was, would be so little support for him. And so he reached out to Jeremy um, to ask him if they could meet on a regular basis through Zoom or a call. Um, and Jeremy was, was glad to do that. Uh, that's, that's what he loves to do. But he also asked, asked uh, this gentleman if he knew of anyone else that might want to join the group so that it could kind of have a, more mm-hmm. of a group dynamics. And so he invited two other men who are um, or just recently taken jobs at Japanese churches, um, older churches that mm-hmm. have been around for a while that need some revitalizing. It's mm-hmm. not Jeremy, but it's, and so uh, yeah, so that they're going to meet regularly. Um, and the way Jeremy wants to do it is uh, for them to lead the group, and mm-hmm. he's there as a resource and how he puts it. So I think he um, has a really good way of not being afraid to give advice to people, but also drawing things out uh, from younger guys like yeah. me and, and guys that might not have a lot of experience but are excited to serve. So, um, Yeah, J- Japan is, sorry, I, you can ask me. No, no, I was just gonna say, kind of a reflection is like, yeah. is just, you said something earlier, you said um, Japan has not yet arrived, I think is what you said, so there's all this uh, Christianity is growing in China. It's obviously grown in Korea, mm. and there's just something 
about Japan that it hasn't grown in. It just, yeah. And it sounds like even as you explain uh, Surge Japan, it's like the Lord is gathering, building, connecting, establishing mm-hmm. this group for something wonderful. Mm-hmm. And um, it's exciting. It's yeah. exciting to hear about how you'll change the dynamic in mm-hmm. a good way. And excited to hear next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we Next time we interview you, whenever that might be, yeah. about what your favorite karaoke uh, songs <laughs> no, are I to don't sing. Know. <laughs> I'll go along, but I don't know. But I, I spent some time in China. <laughs> And they loved Michael Jackson and the Beatles. Oh, wow. I'm curious to know what, what it is in Japan. Right. Karaoke was, was the thing. Wow. And we spent a lot of time doing karaoke. But anyway, hmm. as we kind of land the plane and close out our time, I'd love for uh, you just to name some ways that we could be praying for you. We as uh, North Cincinnati Community Church hmm. and, and uh, our friends of North Cincy who access this hmm. uh, podcast or this video, YouTube video through other means, just, yeah, how can we be praying for you now? So um, I easily get distracted from the main thing. Um, my main need is to keep my eyes on the prize. And the prize, uh, these are things that have been going through my head. You know, The prize is not to get all the support, to get to Japan, to learn the language. The prize is, to, is for me to know Christ. Um, and so Philippians uh, is, has been a verse that I've been thinking a lot about. Or a section passage, Philippians three, where it talks about knowing Christ, and the fellowship of his sufferings, and the power of his resurrection, and how when I come to know my Savior, you know it, it affects how I face suffering, how I face uh, the possibilities, the hopeful possibilities mm-hmm. of success. Um, but resurrection, you know, is is so much better than success, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess for that to frame all those other things, mm-hmm. you know, I have um, I do get concerned about learning the language or um, about how quickly I will assimilate or if I really will be helpful mm-hmm. to the Japanese pastors. And um, But if, if folks can, if I can know Christ, uh, get closer to Christ, and if others can get closer to him by interacting with me that's mm-hmm. that's the important thing so I guess my main request is to for that focus um, to frame my language studies and uh, my interaction with the pastors I correspond a little bit with a few of the pastors there um, the little bit I can do is basically ask them how can I pray for you mm-hmm. uh, so um, yeah, so that I would become a better prayer warrior mm-hmm. for these guys, and that the Lord would uh, draw others from the U.S. who would also catch that vision. Mm-hmm. I'm at 92%, so there's quite a few that have come along, um, but even those people that have committed to partner with me, that they would grow into that vision to mm-hmm. be prayer warriors for for these pastors. Yeah, good, good. So yeah, as you prepare to, to, to transition here soon, praying for learning the language, praying for that the Lord would provide your support, mm-hmm. um, that, that little bit left. Yep. And yeah, for you to keep your eyes on the prize. That's right. And, uh, and we'll be doing just that. So thanks for being with us, Daniel. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. And listeners, thanks you for being with us. 
for listening to this or watching this. Be sure to, if you want to hear from other missionaries and ministry partners in the future, please be sure to subscribe uh, on YouTube or on your the place where you subscribe to your podcasts to hear more from ministry partners and missionaries like Daniel in the future. So thank you so much.